Welcome to Jimmy Knows. Drop in for a few laughs and some insight on life and the law from Boston's favorite lawyer, Jimmy Glazer. This show is a presentation of Jim Glazer Law. For more information, visit JimmyKnows.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Jimmy Knows Show. This is David Yaz of the Boston Podcast Network, Pod 617, right here in Westwood, Mass. I have here in the studio attorney Jim Glazer. Jim, there's some fanfare for you. How are you since we last saw each other? Hey, Dave. I'm all good. I'm super happy today. I got my old partner in crime in the house. Very cool. And I was just about to say we've got a guest, an excellent one. And why don't you tell us a little bit about this young man here? You want me to tell you a little bit about Kev? Yes, please. So <laughs> so I think I, we've talked about it before, but back in the day, I was one of the top mortgage bankers yeah. in the region, and it was all because me and Kevin worked together. We actually we actually met years ago, Kevin. What was, it, what was the year that we cooked up? Around 1990, we met. Yeah, probably around the early 90s, and we kind of were both- Get a little you know, closer to the mic there, Kevin. Yeah. We, you know, and was, by the way, it's Kevin Murphy? Kevin yeah. Murphy. Oh, okay, right. good. Yeah, we, me, me, me and Kevin were pretty much covering the same territories. He was working, I think, for Grove Bank at the time. Yeah, it was Grove, yeah. And I was working for our family business, The Mortgage Place, and we both were calling on real estate legend, Cadillac Jack Abron. Uh, Woods Real Estate. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and Cadillac one day said to me, he goes, instead of you guys both competing, because I like both you guys, and why don't you guys team up? I'm like, hey, sounds like a plan to me. Mm-hmm. So he hooked um, me and Kevin up, and instantly we kind of were like, we're going to make this work. And About what year was this? It was in 1990 when, when we met and got together. Yeah, yeah wow. so probably like 1990, and we went on that run, I'd say, at least till probably, what, about 2010-ish? Yeah, it, uh, it was around 2008 when things started to yeah. fall apart a bit in the industry, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, right. It was 20 years. You know? Yeah, Kevin's still, he's an absolute pro in the business. He, he stayed on the mortgage side. I think all you guys know that I left the mortgage business and i become Boston's favorite injury lawyer, soon to be Boston's favorite lawyer with the Jimmy Knows people uh, network we're rolling out, but... Mm-hmm. When it comes to mortgage banking, there's no one better than Kev. I mean, we, we collaborated on everything. I mean, some of the ideas we had back in the day, I mean, we just were a little early on. I mean, we used to, a new construction program that, you know, actually we're working on putting back together with Kevin where we were closing loans for free if you use a certain developer. And we're trying to bring back, but we, we kind of prototyped that program back in the early 90s with Herb Fuller and our buddies over at Folkman Zola, the Zola brothers. So let me ask Kevin, you, what do you remember about those days? What were your first impressions of Jimmy? Jimmy was always a great guy, and I, I really, as soon as I met Jimmy and his mom and his dad, they really brought me in, and it was more than just a job. I felt like part of their family. I'm not Jewish, but I did celebrate many Jewish holidays <laughs> yeah, with yeah, the yeah, Glaciers yeah, at the yeah, Glacier yeah, table. Yeah, a lot of Passovers yeah, together. Exactly. Yeah, Kevin drank yeah. a lot of matzah during the day. <laughs> yeah, so I, uh, so I was really um, welcomed with open arms. It was great. Yeah. And it was, I, it was likewise, too. I mean, during during the whole, when we all worked together, at one point, Doug, um, again, another innovative idea we had, we wanted to roll out like a way to generate mortgage leads. And one of the ideas was to give a free real estate listing on the MLS side of the business, which more and more companies will be doing in the future because the whole industry is kind of going to be turned around a little bit with these commissions. But we had Doug come in and we kind of ran that program too. I mean, I just think we were a little premature, but it was great because we got to work. It was a complete family business. It was me, my mom, Kevin, and his dad, Doug, who's, you know, one of the best guys in the world. How was business different back then? I'm not talking about the industry. I'm just talking about this is before 
This might have even been before fax machines. I mean, <laughs> no, we we, right. we had faxes. I mean, we definitely we were both, we, cell phones right. were kind of we had cell phones too, Dave. <laughs> you, you bring up a really good point though. Well, not nineteen nineteen ninety. Yeah, it was yeah. about the time. It was you know the adoption was about that time because okay. because when I was yeah. in law school, I yeah, remember right. the only you're way right. I got through law school and I'm working in a mortgage business was probably because Kevin was around and also I was able to use cell phones all the time. That's true. There was no email though, but anyway, it was coming. But yeah, it was. But <laughs> it, it, you're right though. It was very. It was more personal. You met every yeah. client. You didn't. Yeah. Have someone get on and, and start an app an application on some you know computer program. It was face to face. That's how you usually built your business, and that's how I think how we really built our business too with a lot of innovative programs that Jimmy was talking about. But also it was that personal touch. Mm. Yeah, completely. I mean, some of my, my some of my closest friends still are people I met from the mortgage business. I mean, Jay Lowney, Doctor Lowney. You know him and Jay and John. I met John and Julie Roder. I mean, these are he's a he's a great guy, state trooper. I mean, these are people I met because. I would go pre-approve them. And I'd sit down with them. I'd say, what do you guys want to do? What do you want to accomplish? And, we, and you, you would just, you, it was a life cycle. You'd work with them on refinances, other purchases. But it wasn't as, I think everything's become a little bit more in, in per, not as personal. Right. In other and, words, not in person. I mean, you can go fill out a form online and mm. you create a relationship online or, or over the phone. But it's not the same as kind of touching, feeling, and just kind of getting to know the, the whole. I know Kevin. I mean, how many you have people you've worked with for 30 years? Yeah, it's true. It's it really it's one of those things and that was what we were very good at. When we got a client, we had that client for life it felt like or as long as we were still in business. And then we built through their personal contacts and relationships and and that, and that was the way we did it back then. So So yeah. you guys went on sales calls together or we did. We we would do we would do sales calls together. We would go see brokers, uh, we'd go talk to developers even now. Kev's actually working with some developers, and he goes, he's, he's actually brought me in to kind of collaborate a little bit now that we're kind of looking to get back into the real estate side of the business again. I mean, I always say to Kev, I feel like it's going to be a Blues Brothers experience at some point. <laughs> well, I'm putting this band back together. <laughs> I'm waiting to see what shakes out with this, these, this, this MLS commission lawsuit and everything, but I think there's going to be a fundamental shift in the whole way real estate is done, and it's going to open up more, more opportunities to kind of do more things for consumers. Your, your style, Jimmy, seems to be to get to know people and to build relationships and you have a very I would say soft touch I mean that as a compliment I, I, I think I picture you in a sales call being not someone who would ever make the person across the table feel uncomfortable so you, that so, fair to say? So I remember one of the experiences me and Kevin had together we worked together as a team and I remember one client in particular would say to Kevin he goes she goes I've been working with Jimmy but he never he never calls me back he never pushes I got all these mortgage people call me like multiple times you're gonna do the deal you're gonna do the deal mm-hmm. And I, and I would say to her, I go, listen, I want you to work with me because you want to work with me, not because I'm peppering you with calls. I mean, to me, the relationship started that way. And me and Kevin worked as a team. A lot of times I do some of the front end selling and then Kevin would do the back end piece of it. He's super organized. I'm organized, but I mean, Kevin is like, he's, everything's perfect. And so he would go meet with a client and put it together. And she said, everyone else was calling me. He goes, Jimmy, just, he just had this approach that made you want to work with him because he just, he's approachable. And we've talked about that in the past, my marketing company now from the Jimmy knows brand. I mean, we're an approachable group. Attorneys supposedly looked at it stuck up a lot, but I mean, you can, we're just super approachable, come up and people will come up to me and, and, and they'll be like, well, I, I didn't think you were like you were. Kevin, uh, do, you, do you think you have a similar approach? Yeah, very much so. I mean, that's, yeah, I think you hit something on the nose too, as far as n- neither Jimmy or I are overly aggressive on us um, from a sales point of view. Mm. But I think we do such a good job that once we get in the door, then that's how it, it builds off of that. And, 
And, and like, you don't want to have to chase someone. And, and, and that's been the approach that I've had as well as, as Jimmy, that we'll, we'll prove it to you and, and give us a chance and we'll, we'll show you that we're good at what we do. So. Kevin couldn't have said any better. He's 100% right. I think that's why we complement each other so well all those years. And I just wanted to make it, I just, I get, Kevin knows I'm like an ADHD. I got ADHD. I mean, I can't do the same thing. Even now, people like, you guys, you've done, you've done so much. You're one of the top injury guys in Boston. Why do you want to do everything? You know what? Because I've made a decision. I don't want to go into multiple markets. I love Boston. I'm a Boston guy, and it's all about Boston. And I'm just going to expand, expand how we can help people rather than, you know, John Morgan, great businessman, Glenn Lerner, great business guys, national attorneys. They want to go into multiple markets. I want to just be the guy in one market. And that's what I want to do. And that's why that's what gets us motivated every day to get up and keep moving. See, you're, you're gracious because I might beep out the names of your competitors that you mentioned, because why should we talk about them on the Jimmy Knows show? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I, I, I get it. But I mean, they, they're in multiple markets. And listen, they, they, that works. But you know what? If, if, I won't, if, I'm, if I'm in Boston, I want to work with the Boston guys. I want to yep. work with guys that know this market. Know about, they basically were bleeding green last night at the Celtics game. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what, that's, that, I'm a Boston guy. Yep. I mean, yeah. that's, that's it. I don't know if John Morgan, he might be happy the Florida Panthers won, but he's not. But yeah, he probably is yeah. happy. And a poor Bruin. So, I mean, you want to deal with a Florida guy? That's, that's good. And he, again, he's a, <laughs> he's a talented businessman. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think you want to deal with the, Bo- the Boston guys here. Well, the spirit of what you're talking about reminds me of, a sales call that I went on once when I was the publisher of Mass Lawyers Weekly. I used to go on sales calls with the the salespeople and we sold a whole bunch of stuff when it came to advertising, regular ads, of course, but sponsorships, newsletters, a whole bunch of stuff, right? And so we go in, he goes into this, this like, I think it was a law firm sitting down with the contact there, going to discuss whether they're going to continue doing advertising with us or not. And he comes in and super nice guy, but he, he messed this up. And I think you guys will agree. He comes in and he's got his packet of like materials. We all get, you got your binder and you got all the stuff that you're going to give him. And the first thing he says to him is, Hey, Carol, how you doing? So I got a lot of great stuff for you today. And I said, I was like, Oh shit. And I said, I said, Hey, could we just because I don't know, Carol, could I just hear a little bit about like what her situation is? But I think a lot of salespeople miss this apropos of what you're talking about, Kevin. It sales at its heart is supposed to be filling needs. How do you know if you can fill the need if you don't listen first, right? Absolutely. Does that yeah. does that speak to your experience? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's the key. That's really the key to I think a good salesperson is listening, knowing knowing your audience, knowing what they need, and and being able to deliver. And it's like in the Boston audience, Jim. See? Uh, yeah, oh, that, that's yeah, that's it. Hey, if you're in Boston and you need help, call Jimmy. Jimmy. And if you need a mortgage, you call Kevin. Wow. Okay. Well, you can call Jimmy and Jimmy will make sure you set up with Kevin. I'll probably throw in a free purchase and sale review for you too. Once you come through the Jimmy Knows People Network. Perfect. Now I'm doing a search to see if there's a podcast called Kevin Knows. And then we might have something here. So uh, we do got that trademark, but I would let Kevin use it anytime. <laughs> so we're up against the clock here, but quickly, Kevin, how can people find out about what you do? Is there a website or what's the best, what's the best way? Uh, yeah. My email address is kmurphy at northeasternsavingsbank.com. And uh, my phone number is 781-389-8160, and MLS number 16521. 
Yeah, I got, I got to give a shout out to Northeastern Savings Bank. Kevin, that whole team. Kevin's had me at two events recently. They couldn't have been, I, I, you, you couldn't have hooked up with a better group. Outside of the mortgage place, I think you really found a nice home. I mean, we were together the other night. Northeastern did a, Kevin sponsored a bourbon tasting. I should have had you on the Oh, come on, I know. Jimmy. That's next time. But yeah, <laughs> it, would, it, would, I could, it couldn't have been a nicer event. And uh, thanks to the guys at Northeastern for sponsoring no, that. Thank you, you for know, showing bringing us in. Thank you for being there. And Jimmy, just remind our listeners where they get in touch with you. You can always go to jimmynose.com. We're 24-7, 365. You call us at 1-800-868-1000. We're going to come to you. We're going to you know, take your call. Whatever you need, we're going to be there for you. Well, stick around f- next week with another installment of Jimmy Knows. Might be about more mortgage business. Might be about the Celtics. Stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening to Jimmy Knows. Remember to follow the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods. And have a great day, everybody. Hey, go Celts. Go Celts. <laughs>